Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And good Tuesday afternoon. It is June 6th of 2023. This is show number... 249, I believe. Yes, it is. So we have a lot of stuff to get through. Now, for you baseballers, we've had a lot of positive feedback on Bill, Jennifer, and I talking baseball, and we're going to do that again this week. So, and if you guys have something you want us to talk about about baseball, you're welcome to email us sports lounge at all things radio.net, 800 595 option two. And we'll certainly get to it if you have something that you would like us to hit on on that issue. But we have a lot of other things too this week. So, Chris, why don't you get with those, and then we'll come to baseball after a bit. Yeah, after a while. Okay, well, we're going to have a few. We always do the minor sports first, but one of them turned into a major sport this morning, and we'll talk about that. So we're going to do NASCAR first, then we're going to do tennis. We have a tennis note, and then we're going to do uh, horse racing and uh, a couple of notes on that. And then we're going to do golf because, well, well, Sean will talk about that. He's our live golf correspondent, and he has been, and he will be talking about that and what what changed today. And uh, it, it isn't all clear. It's a developing situation, and the players don't know all about it yet, and they're, they're feeling disgruntled because they weren't consulted, but we'll talk about that. Then we're going to go to the NBA. Of course, the finals are moving along. That's getting pretty interesting. NHL finals uh, might be a blowout. So far it is anyway. Then we do baseball, and that covers MLB, but it also covers the College World series and i'm sure they'll talk a little bit about the softball too and then uh, the nfl and the, and the reds and, then, and the reds have some huge baseball news so if you're a reds fan stay tuned yes and, and then the uh, nfl and then uh, college sports so starting off kyle bush won the uh, nascar race this week it seems like it's one cow or another most weeks so you know they, yeah. they just roll along <clears throat> yep. um and then we we uh, go on to uh uh, let's see. Rafael Nadal uh, hit. Uh, he had his hip surgery. We, we mentioned the other day that he was not going to be playing in the French Open. He had his hip surgery. He's uh, 37 years old. He's out for an indeterminate uh, amount of time, so we don't really know what's going to happen with with him. And his Grand Slam rival, Novak uh, jo- Djokovic, is his. Novak Djokovic has reached the French quarterfinals for the 14th year in a row and the longest by a man ever. And Roger Federer, the third Grand Slam rival of this era, was the longest before with nine. So that's pretty good. Also, a, a sort of a, a tough uh, thing in, in horse racing. You remember, you've been hearing about the deaths at Churchill Downs. They had not stopped. They're up to 12 deaths. So now Churchill Downs has suspended their meet. They're actually moving their meet. Uh, they're going to move uh, me to Ellis uh, Park in Louisville on, I, I think it's June 10th, so they can uh, check the surface and find out what's been going on. So they really don't know what it is, and uh, people are kind of mystified. Um, and, you know, we thought maybe it was a virus for a while, and, you know, that, that that's not it. It, it. You know, these horses have been breaking down mid-race, so, you know, it's very sad. Another thing we found out that we uh, probably knew at one time and forgot is the Belmont on, uh, which is, uh, what, a week from, it's this coming Saturday, right? It's yeah, the, this uh, Saturday. 10th. Yep, this Saturday is going to be on Fox. So uh, rather than NBC, NBC had the Preakness on the Derby, but uh, they have the Belmont on Fox. And just to get the golf going in the normal way, Victor Hovland won the Memorial Tournament. That's the one at the Jack Nicklaus course. And uh, in, I think it's is that in Columbus, Ohio, I think. And, uh, yeah, that's somewhere. Out, right outside there. Yeah, right outside, outside Columbus. Columbus yeah. Back to horse that, racing uh, for a second, though, because, yeah. you know, one of the big things several years ago was was doping of the horses where they'd yep. have a horse that was lame and they were getting by with doping them so they'd go ahead and race anyway and then they'd injure themselves. So that's something that some of the jockeys yep. better be 
prepared to be caught with? Because I'm sure that's a lot of it, because they've been raising that Churchill Downs for a long time. And one serious correction on that, that Ellis Park is not in Louisville. It's in Henderson, Kentucky, right outside of Evansville, Indiana, which is about 140 miles out of Louisville. So... Um, Alice yeah, is an old raisin park. Yeah, yeah. See, and when I when I got the notification from ESPN, they also got it wrong because they said Alice Park near, no. uh, right near Louisville. The way no. they worded it. <laughs> if you ever oh, lived no. there, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I don't. And I'm so, not a big. Uh, and I don't know a lot of my Louisville geography, right. so I didn't know to yeah. correct it. There you go. Okay, so Sean, why don't you tell us about what happened today? Because this was a big, the breaking news of the day we have with Live Golf and the PGA, etc. Well, everything was going fine. Thought it was a slow sports day, and then about nine a.m., CNBC released a statement saying that the PGA Tour was merging with Live Golf. Then about an hour later, a story came out that the DP World Tour, which is used to be known as the European Tour. They're merging with Live Golf. It's going to be all three of them merging. Uh, they don't have a lot of the details on wh- how it's going to work out, but the Live Golf, the Saudi Public Investment Fund, or whatever they call that, that, that funds all the sports over there, apparently will be pumping the money into the PGA Tour and into the DP World Tour. They're going to finish out their schedules this year. They're going to, you know, all of them, but. The big thing of contention, remember the PGA Tour last year as players left, they said you can't come back on the PGA Tour if you go to Live Golf if you sign this. But the majors were allowing them to uh, play on the, you know, on the U.S. All four of the majors allowed them because they're not tied in with the PGA Tour or the DP World Tour. Now they couldn't be involved in the Ryder Cup. But if you go way back when Phil Mickelson did this, what did he say? He goes, I know. These people are, uh, I know what they do, the way they treat gays, the way everything, you know, not, you know, the way they treat women. He goes, but how are we going to get the PGA Tour to change? Because the PGA Tour, in a lot of ways, has had their own rules and, you know, like, hey, you have to be in so many tournaments. If you miss, remember Rory McIlroy got fined, what, $3 million for taking that tournament off uh, a while back ago because it was one that they had added for in you know, and well, it just and it goes it goes into the PGA guys were not even notified. They found out the same way we did. Right. Basically, the long and the short of it is, it sounds like starting next golf season, from what I'm hearing and reading, that they'll all be able to play together again. And now the 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 PGA golfers are unhappy because you know the guys like Mickelson and and some of those guys took the money. Well, the thing was, you know, they weren't going to be able to play with PGA. Well, now they will. Yeah, and and they're going to team, and they're saying there may be stuff with the team because the team golf deal, which is what Liv does, you may see some of that in tournaments. You you you're probably going to see three tours, and they because already you can jump back between the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour. But the even bigger thing, and this is something you remember, this almost happened with soccer over with the European. Right. Remember they they were gonna the the same group was gonna poach. The, Europe, the English and Spanish, all the top teams that were not owned by people in those countries, they were going to poach them and start a league. Yep. And now they've been, instead of doing that, they've been taking some of their top players. You have boxing over there. You have WWE uh, uh, now with Live Golf. And they had lost the Live, Live Golf was suing them. The, well, that, they has suing been the PGA. that has been dropped. Yeah, that's been dropped. Yeah, that, that was dropped. But the, the PGA was probably going to lose in court. And that's probably another reason why. Because unlike some of these other startup leagues, remember, this Live Golf Group has unlimited amounts of money coming from the Saudi that, oil and the Crown Prince. That's, and, what, that's what doing this is, is money. Let's, you know, let's just cut oh, right yeah. to the chase. It's all about it is. And but we will keep our, and we'll keep our eyes it, on yeah. it. Yeah, and we'll keep our eyes on it. Yeah. And if, as more develops, we'll get back to you. But that's what we know at this point. Right. That's okay. what we know. They're meeting right now. Yes. They're yeah. meeting right now. Okay. The players are. So maybe we'll uh, have info next week. So the NBA, we got started with the finals, and we're going to have a series, it looks like. Started out with uh, Denver beat Miami uh, 104 to 93 <laughs> on Thursday night. And that, uh, you know, D- D- Denver had the lead pretty much. Uh, Miami fought back, made it a bit of a game, but nothing really happened. But this was a typical Miami win. This is the way they beat the Celtics. This is the way they beat other teams. They won on Sunday night, 111 to 108. So first of all, they jumped right out as a team, but that's behind one to nothing tends to do. They jumped right 
right on top. And then they, they uh, you know, sort of lost their mojo there. And back came Denver. Denver took the lead. And when Denver took the lead, they took a big lead. They took about a 15-point lead in the middle of the second yep. quarter. But then here got Miami settling down, key playing, whatever. Got it down to six at halftime. Ended up taking the lead, ended up winning the game. They won many games like this against the Celtics. Celtics had these times when they'd be up by 10 or 15 points. Suddenly Miami would be right there. And, you know, they don't rattle. They're a veteran team. I think we underestimated We all picked Denver in five pretty much. I think we kind of underestimated them. And, you know, think about it also, and even towards the end you talked about it, uh, Denver was down by 12 with, what, three minutes three minutes to go, and they got it to that three. I mean, and they had a chance to win it again, but Miami just came up, and like I said, uh, and, and they stole, they basically got a win on the road to kind of knock out the home court advantage. Yep, and somebody was saying on, on uh, the Sports Hub here yesterday, this is the first time that Denver's been punched in the mouth this year. They really had no competition from anybody in the West, and now they're going to have to see yep. how, what they can do about this. And, you know, if you got the best player in the league and people say that Jokic is, then, you know, you need to bounce back and show that that's the case. So, uh, but we do have some more news and notes. Uh, uh, so this is the 19th final for, for Pat Riley uh, with the NBA. I think it's pretty comparable to Red Auerbach. I went through and found 19 that he was involved in. This is as a player, a coach, an executive. I think Red Auerbach's right there with him. But either way, both accomplished, you know, careers and, uh, you know, both all-timers, Hall of Famers. Uh, the Miami Celtics game in Game 7 was the most got watched Eastern Final the TNT has had and the broadcast uh, in uh, for Game 7. It averaged 11.9 million, and, and, and of course, it was a holiday night. And, you know, we know from college football, what does everybody look forward to? Yeah, you want the first Saturday, but that Labor Day night game always does real well. Everybody's yep. back in the holiday. Now, people now like consequently, and- Chris, games, the first couple of games of the finals have not been highly watched. No, they have not. They uh-huh. have not. Oh, nope. there you go. But I, if it becomes a good series, you know, it'll, it, it'll pick yeah, up. It'll pick up then. Yeah. Well, and it's the thing, interesting the, that the guys on Locked on Sports, they're saying that the that Denver is favored like by what, two to one or something to win the third oh, yeah. game. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, you can't believe any of this. The Celtics, I think, were pretty much favored almost in every game. <laughs> and they still had, a, a supposedly, a great chance to win the series when they were down two to nothing. And it, it, these, yeah. these sports uh, lines don't know Den- what they're talking about. Denver was an eight and a half point favorite going into Sunday night for Sunday night's game alone. Yeah, so they were an eight and a half pointer. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, and that was the best. Uh, they also the Celtics was in the Heat with the best game six anywhere in uh, eleven years. So you know. So then we get to some of the coaching carousel. Monty Williams, uh, six years for $78.5 million with Detroit. And, boy, he better like that team because, I mean, they don't – they have some young guys and they have some potential and they're going to get, what, the fourth pick or whatever. But it's like, wow, 70 – that's a lot of money. He, it, it sounds like, Chris, he took security because it sounds like if he'd have held out, he may have been able to do better than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, with, yeah. with a better he team. Him, he turned them down twice already, and then they ended up take, getting them. But, yeah, there were others that might have – but, yeah, he had already turned them down twice during this process. And okay. then they kept offering more. So. Joe Mazzulla, the comeback, did do him good. He's coming back with the Celtics. And we also know Sam Cassell is going to be his right-hand man on the bench now. Uh, they uh, brought him in, and that's what they needed, a veteran presence, somebody who's he's not been a head coach in the league, but he's been an assistant in the league since he retired. So he knows what's going on. And a former Celtic, he yep. was here in 2008 when they won. Former, so I think that's a good move that, for them. On those know? Rocket championship games teams back in the 90s, Sam Cassell was uh-huh. on those. Yep. So we, we had a little officiating problem. Eric Lewis, a referee, was suspended for, <laughs> for tweeting about officiating. And the thing is, this guy, you know, nowadays you only hear about the the chief referee, you know, this guy, Foster and Zarba and whoever. Eric Lewis, I didn't realize he, he, he of course, was not going to be at work in the finals now, but he's been a referee for 19 years and he's been in the finals like five times or something. So. I had never heard, I had never heard of him. No, I'd never no. heard of him. But it used to be in the old days. Remember, you'd say, "Okay, we got Jack Madden, so and so, and so and so." You heard, you'd heard of all three of them. They tell you who they were: Joey Crawford, Joey Crawford, yeah, yeah, yeah whoever. <laughs> and you knew who they were. But now, and nowadays, but uh, people say he's a good, level-headed official. And uh, and again, he's first time he's missing the finals in five years. So Phoenix. Now, will in, hire, now in uh, college, in college, yeah. we know who. We I do. mean, if there's a big name, we know who. The, oh, yeah. I mean, if you say John Higgins or Ted yep. Valentine or some of the, <laughs> yep, everybody yep. knows who that is. Yep, that's right. That all started when you got on cable when the big, especially the Big East in the early days yep. and stuff. Got on cable, you started to know who these guys were, you know. And uh, or, or Perry, Perry and Big Twelve football, we all know Reggie Smith. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, that's one of the big twelve we know. That's not always a good thing if you if you know that's, who these people no, are. In this case, that's not a good thing. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Phoenix is going to give Frank Vogel another chance. Of course, he's had his uh, runs with LeBron, etc. So he's going to, you know, veteran coach. We'll see what they can do with that. Um, you know, one of the things that we were wondering about was the Denver radio, and it has changed. Boy, the guy who was, used to be there was terrible, but the guy that's doing it now is pretty good. Jason Kosmicki is his name, and uh, Scott uh, Hastings, who played in the league from like 82 through 93 with the, uh, the Knicks and the Hawks and, and the Miami yeah. and so forth. So, uh, yeah, and he, they do a good job together. So they're comparable. you got Jason Jackson on, on Miami, and uh, Amy someone uh, is, is a woman on the call. I don't know what her name is. I haven't caught her last name. Every, but, you uh, know the, the, and ESPN is good, too. You have Mark uh, Castasher, TJ Carlissimo, and Doris Burke. So that's good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, Doris Burke, Doris Burke is one of the best analysts on all of basketball, no matter what she – I mean, she, she, gets, she doesn't get a lot of the credit. You know, you uh, think about her – I mean, she's very good, and she breaks it down real well. Good. You know, and that's one thing that ESPN has in there. There are people. I mean, we heard. Remember how Vital was offered a chance to do the NCAA, and he turned it out yeah. out of loyalty to ESPN. A lot of their analysts do that. So, yep. I mean, you could see you could see a lot of those guys on and gals on the uh, NCAA and things like that. But they they won't do it out of loyalty to ESPN. Hmm. Yeah. Mike Mike Breen will do his 100th final game now that they're going to play, pay enough games, you know, to have five or more. And he took over the finals in 2006. Been a long time. Uh, and of course, he did it. I, I, is it always? I guess he did it for NBC and then uh, ABC. No, no, right? he didn't. No, he, that was ABC because ABC. Al Al Michaels. NBC lost it in 2002. Al Michaels did it for three years. But then when Al Michaels went to NBC and they traded him for the Belmont Stakes, speaking of that, remember right. that was part of the deal to get him. ABC got the Belmont Stakes for three years, and then Mike Green took over after that. So. And, and now and now NBC lost the Belmont Stakes. Again, yeah. yeah they yeah, lost Mike it again. Brown, Mike Breen is 62 and also does Knicks games and, you know, many games during the year. You know, Sunday afternoon, Mike Breen kind of see him all the time. So that's uh, the NBA yep. notes, I think. For, for Well, that. one more real quick. Okay. Real quick yep. on one. Got a Kyrie news that came down today. Uh, Kyrie apparently reached out to LeBron and wanted to know if he'd want to come to the Mavericks. Yeah, he wants to. He wants him to come to his team. Maybe he thinks the dynamic would be different if it was like that. Uh, I don't so. Uh, we haven't had any good Kyrie news. LeBron, in a while, now, I, I guess though, I guess that where that came from though is I guess LeBron does have an opt out if he chooses to use it, yeah. and that's where that came from. Yeah, but he's yeah. going to stay. His his son's going to USC, that's right. yeah, oh yeah. ten or fifteen yeah. minutes away. That's why his son picked USC because uh, you know he, that way he knows his dad can see him play a lot more. And, yeah. What's Kyrie's situation in Dallas? Is he definitely going? He's stay a free there? agent. He's I don't free know. He's so free he agent. Then I, the, well, then the question would be would become this: why, If Kyrie's a free agent, why is he trying to do anything for Dallas if we don't even know that he's going to be there? Because he's Kyrie. That's what he he has to be in the oh, news. He has to know. He's Kyrie. He does He's what Kyrie. he you know, he does what he you know, he does what he does. Yep. It doesn't make sense. Okay. No. So the NHL, we have uh we had uh we had the Las Vegas looks like they're controlling this series now, you know, his famous last words, but really they blew up well, they didn't blow them on game one. That was three goals in the third period and they won it five two. But they did last night. They got a four nothing right away and coasted to a seven to two win. And uh really it's you know, it, it to me they they look like you know obviously my uh, my uh, Florida was in trouble before with the Bruins they were down three games to one they had to come back so it's not like the Denver that hadn't been you know had to deal with adversity they did and they came back and all their credit all the credit to them then they blew out uh, Carolina and, and Toronto but I think you know, Vegas is a different breed of cat I don't think they're going to come back what do you think Robert no um and Chris. Uh, Florida, remember, they swept Carolina rather early. They had almost two weeks off, and their play shows that they've had almost two weeks off. They they don't, they, at least what I saw last night, they did not look prepared for whatever Las Vegas threw at them. And instead of, instead of actually playing hockey, they spent a lot of time committing too many penalties, and Las Vegas has a very dangerous power play. And they were not doing that in the Bruins series. They were not, they were pretty disciplined. Neither team was committing a lot of penalties. You know, they both uh, were fairly yeah. disciplined so i don't know what what they're doing i uh, know i think the series is going it uh, could end as early as saturday if they're not careful okay and, so we have some and notes. i go ahead Jim. i actually what i actually write this down folks i watched some hockey <laughs> okay how much like two minutes 
I watched part of the first period last night. Yeah, all right. There was nothing else on. Bleed, it's well, over, he said. Well, you know, if we're yeah. writing, if we're writing things down, Chris, isn't it? Wouldn't this be the first time, probably in sports lounge live history, that you had me knowing anything with golf? Yeah, there you yeah, go. that's, that's Perry, something unusual. Perry knew, yeah. Perry knew golf. <laughs> Perry talks golf, and I and I watched hockey for two minutes or for three minutes. Knew there you go. All the time. Yeah, okay. you're gonna you're gonna have to make sure, Chris, that you inform Rick that these groundbreaking things are happening. He said he better be listening to the podcast. I'm going to yeah. start asking him questions and that they're doing a quiz. Yeah. And we'll and sure no. yeah. Well, one thing while we're writing things down today is Sean's anniversary, folks. That is it right. Is. And we, so, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, Sean, happy anniversary to you and Jennifer. That's right. Thank you. So, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. Okay, go. How many years, Sean? Fourteen. Fourteen. She would, years. Now, she would tell us, you. Sean, that she has survived fourteen years, right? That's what she would say. <laughs> That's what she would say. She has survived fourteen years. Yeah. Now, Sean. Yep. Uh, okay. Okay. There we go. I, I got it. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Florida right. and Las Vegas. The the first times that. Uh, Two teams have met in the finals with two American point leaders for the regular season. Uh, so that was uh, Matthew Kachuk and Jack Eichel, you know, for Las right. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh has a new uh, president and GM, Kyle Dubas. Do you know anything about him? Where did he come from, yeah, uh, Robert? Kyle Dubas was the general manager for the last nine seasons of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, that's worked out real well. Yeah. Okay, let's see how so, that goes. One one uh, playoff win, you know, whatever. That, that is Fenway Sports at its finest there, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Um, <laughs> okay, so, and uh, Brad Travilling is the new GM in, of Toronto, and where I think he came, where did he come from? Cal- he Calgary? He came from Calgary, yes. Mm-hmm. Another, another, there's success there, too. Calgary, we remember all the cups they've hosted in 1989, well, right? And, well, and, and, but Calgary's had a lot more playoff success in Toronto. They have. They have. Um, They've actually Pat- won divisions and stuff, Chris. So. They, they did. Um, Patrick Kane had his hip surgery that we knew he was going to have. He's uh, expected back after four to six months, but he's a free agent, so somebody will have to, you know, give him a medical and a you know near training camp to see how he's doing and see if they want to take right. him on. And, and uh, the- free agency period starts for the NHL on July first. Yeah. Uh, TNT, TBS, and True TV have been simulcasting these games with different commercials, but the same broadcast, I guess. Yeah, and this yeah. is the first final on cable in 25, 29 years since Vancouver and the Rangers, and, yeah. and uh, that was on ESPN. Uh, and we'll see how they do with their uh, with their ratings because you know just on cable it's you know it's been split before coming to uh, NBC or whatever in the past so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Chris, uh, Mike, real quick, real quick, uh, Chris. I know we're not up to this point yet, but just crossing. Uh-huh. Uh, CBS Sports is reporting that the Big Twelve is very seriously considering now adding both UConn and Gonzaga in uh, basketball. There's oh. a natural rivalry right there. Gonzaga yeah. and UConn will play that every year. That is just that's just coming across. And for those who don't know, we will if things come across and they break wherever we're at, we will tell you breaking news. That's right. That's right. No, uh, well, they're they're being aggressive. Let's put it that way. And obviously, and that's they don't what, want and that is exactly football. Sean what Brett Yarmark said he would do is he would be aggressive. He, right. he wanted some basketball schools. He wanted to get a basketball TV deal, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay, uh, but my backdrop will be uh, Columbus coach. Now, this is he's been under contract. He'll be under contract till the end of the month, June 30th, for, and he has last coach in November of 2019. So he sat out, but apparently he had, had some disciplinary issues uh, back uh, in, I, in the I day. Don't know, I don't know how well that's going to work, Chris. Uh, I mean, his the complaints you hear against him both in Detroit and Toronto when he was there, they were legitimate complaints. And uh, the old-style coach, like what he is, can no longer really exist in today's NHL. I really don't know how well this is going to work in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, and Bruce Cassidy wasn't exactly old-style, and the Bruins got rid of him for being almost old-style. You know, so you know the the people in Las Vegas are loving him to death. By the way, oh, he's he's a good guy. I really want him. You know, I'm hoping he, he gets it done. Uh, he he uh, was and, and again he was accused. Oh, so yeah, I forgot to mention. I forgot to write that down. Seventy six percent of the time, with a fir- game team who wins the first game wins the coach. And I had to say to the USF though that the one time Bruce Cassidy was in the final, he won the first game and lost the series. But I just right. had to bring that up. And but that, uh, it's, it's ninety three percent of the time when the, the team first two. wins the first two games. Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I, Mike Babcock is a good hockey coach, but I don't know if he's going to be able to do well with a lot of younger players in 2023, 2024 Columbus. It's hard for any coach to do it. I don't, I don't yeah. know. You know. People aren't used to being told what to do, and sometimes you have to, and they just don't like yeah. it. 
Cole Caulfield uh, signed a, a forward with Montreal, eight years for uh, 7.8 per season. And yep. we'll go through two, the 30-31 season. My goodness, it sounds we to be talking about that year already. Yep. Uh, Greg Croning, Croning is the new coach in Anaheim. Yep. And, and uh, he, the last 12 years in Colorado is a minor league coach. Right. And Los Angeles is not renewing Alex Faust's uh, play-by-play uh, deal. And, uh, I mean, they, they're going to get harder and harder to find. <laughs> they're losing. We don't know where they're going to be on regional uh, television because that's, they're part of the deal of the whole thing with, with uh, what we think of as Valley Sports or Diamond Vision or whatever well, that's they, falling their apart. Deal, their deal with Valley Sports is up, so they have to find yep. a place to go anyway. they got to do that. They don't have a radio. I mean, maybe they'll decide, hey, guys, let's put some more of our games on regular radio, get some terrestrial radio because at least people could hear us if they can't see us. Well, I don't know well, if they'll the, figure that three, out. In the three announcers they have are all very good together. They've worked together in the past. So no matter where they wind up, if you have to listen to a Kings game, you won't be disappointed. The three of yeah, them Nick, know their hockey very Nick, well. Nixon, Jim Fox, and uh, Daryl uh, Evans. So uh, there you go. And, uh, you know, but so what, he's, what they're going to do is they're going to do a combined uh, radio TV. And since he's, uh, Nick Nick has been on the radio, maybe he'll do it like a radio call. I don't know how they'll do it. Yeah, but, yeah I, I'm sure that he will, especially uh, with with the way things have turned out. Uh, Nick Nixon's been around a long time. Bob Miller taught him how to do it because Bob Miller used to broadcast that way. So, you know. Yeah, and actually, I think they were technically correct, but uh, the article that we read said that uh, Bob Miller, uh, that Faust replaced Bob Miller, but really, Nick Nixon really did for all intent and purposes, as I remember well, the Nick scenario, Nixon didn't replaced, he? No, what they're saying is Nick Nixon replaced him on radio, but yeah. Alex Faust replaced Bob Miller on yeah. TV. Yeah, so either way, you know, Nick yeah. Nixon has been around longer than Alex Faust, Faust has been, yeah. so, and they expect Alex Faust to still be doing his college football and his basketball, whatever he does, and, so. Uh, Turner Sports is supposed to pick him up for hockey anyway, right. so. Yeah. So, okay, so um, I guess we're done with hockey, so we can start yes, into baseball. And that's a big chunk of stuff because we'll get into the college after we do the MLB stuff. But Diamond Sports stopped the San Diego TV after uh, Tuesday. So MLB took over the production, and I guess things have probably gone along seamlessly. They have. And a, and the judge ordered uh, Diamond Sports to make full broadcast uh, payments to Cleveland, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Arizona, and Texas. Probably one and of these deals. And that, other- is, that is, Chris, because those four teams sued to get their money, and that's why right. he ordered that. That's what and we really thought. Diamond- and it's like Diamond the states Sports. when they sue hold on, to hold get on, like, yeah, it's like the states when they sue to get certain states mm-hmm. will sue for one thing or another right. and uh, to get mm-hmm. you know, like tobacco companies or whatever. And some states do and some states don't. Go ahead, Sean. All right. And to clarify, Diamond Sports is the subsidiary, com- subsidiary company of Sinclair Broadcasting. This way, Sinclair is not filing for bankruptcy as a whole, but their Diamond Sports division has filed and like I said their deal's about to be up with Valley Sports for that name so they're probably going to start just calling it Diamond Sports this depending on how long they're even around which I predict in the next year or two they're um, going to sell I don't or think be it's, gone. I don't think it's going to be quite that soon. It, it's coming but I don't think it's going to be quite that soon um, if you if you believe what you hear in baseball and it, it's, there's a lot of teams, the Reds, the Cardinals uh, the Royals, the Brewers, and that's just, I'm sure they're Cleveland. Well, Cleveland got their money, but got the ones who yeah. didn't, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the ones I just mentioned, um, yeah. they're going to have to figure something out. But Major League Baseball has hired a staff. They are not, the games are not going to go, go away. away. What, what they are considering yeah. doing in the future, they haven't done it yet, is to get rid of these dumb blackout rules that they have and just allow everybody to watch the games. So, you know, it, that's a story, too, that we're going to have to keep our eyes on over the next yep. year, probably, because it's yeah. that's a big deal. And it's going to affect a lot of teams now, the, like the Cubs, uh, the Yankees, the Red Sox. Yes, Sinclair, they provide for those channels. However, Marquis, Nesson, yes, and those teams, they are owned by the Cubs, the Yankees, and the Red Sox. Nothing. So that's a whole that's a whole different category. Right. Yeah. And the Dodgers also own their channel. They do, yes. The Dodgers do, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a, a kind of an interesting thing in the minor leagues. He, a guy named Ethan Salas from Venezuela started playing uh, just a couple of days before his 17th birthday. So he's the first guy to play in the minors at, at under 17 is in 2006, I think. And he's playing for the... Uh, 
Elsinore team in California, and he's uh, in the Padres system. Uh, he's, and uh, let's see, his uh, brother, Jose, was traded, I guess, in that um, trade for uh, uh, Luis Arise. He went, uh, I don't know which way he went, but he was in that trade, Minnesota and Miami. So, I, think Minnesota, uh, I think Minnesota offensively certainly were good. They, I mean, Pablo Lopez is a good pitcher. I get that. Yeah. But offensively, they certainly probably regret trading. Luis Arias, he his oh, batting yeah. average right now is three ninety. So three ninety nine. Oh, so it went okay. up a little. Yeah. Okay, and uh, but this uh, Salas is supposed to be quite a prospect, and uh, you know they got they spent five point six million most of their international pool to get him, and he's ranked as the number eighty seven prospect in baseball. So we may hear about him uh, later on. Uh, you know, uh, let's see, uh, Dusty. We had mass managers passing former managers who no longer are with us. Dusty Baker. Passed Joe McCarthy for eighth place in wins. He he was at that time at twenty one twenty six, and uh, just so you get a perspective, uh, they're not going to be number one. Connie Mack at thirty seven thirty one. Then we go to Larusa twenty nine oh two, and John McGraw twenty seven sixty three. But these these uh, modern managers are moving up, and then we also had uh, Bruce Bochy pass and get into tenth place. I don't remember who he passed, but he did do that. So, you know, that yeah. was that was good. Uh, so, well, you know, still moving up. With the way Texas is playing this year, with all the injuries they've had, if the season were to end today, Bruce Bochy would be locked for manager of the year in the American League. Yeah, I think so. I and think they and, would be, and they and, would be in the playoffs. If it yes. Ended today. And uh, the Pirates manager would probably be the National League one, right? I would think minute. so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then uh, it was Lou Gehrig Day on Friday, and it was the third annual, and all teams contributed to ALS. Of course, that's and, Lou Gehrig's And some disease. teams will continue, Chris. Those who are on the road, some of the teams will continue to do that going forward if you were on the road mm-hmm. on last Friday. so Yeah. And, of course, baseball is pretty good about this stuff. Of course, in the in May, they have the uh, Mother's Day promotion about breast cancer, and around yeah. this time of the year now, they'll switch their focus to prostate cancer. Yeah, uh, around Father's Day, so they've already have. So yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh, uh, and Steven Strasburg may never pitch again. Now, this is a guy way back when we we've had our sports group for a long time on the phone system, and way back in 2011, we had a big debate. This was our first debate about load management. Now, I'm not saying it's got anything to do with this, not at all. But what it did have to do with is they were going, this was a very unusual situation. They were going to go into the postseason in a couple of months. It was like August. And they shut him down because he was young. And they shut him down. It was the third year. And they said he's not going to pitch anymore. Well, they got knocked out in the first round. And, you know, whether he would they would have gotten further, I don't know. But that wasn't the point. Is like, you know, back when men were men, people used to pitch. You know, yeah. we got all this stuff. And, you know, we still say stuff like that. I mean, that part hasn't really changed. But the point is now he's got a nerve, nerve damage. And he hasn't – he's only made – let's see. I'm, I'm looking here. He signed a $36.1 million uh, no, he had uh, seven two four, two hundred forty-five million, two hundred forty-five, and he's only started eight games and 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 just one in two thousand twenty-two since he signed it. And, the, so, and since he signed that, Chris, eight games but thirty-one innings total. And yeah. there, Bowden was saying on Sunday, he said they they are prepared that he will never pitch again. And here's the worst news for the Nationals: that contract was not insured. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, good, good idea, guys. And you know, th- this is, but this is the thing, you know, look, what I say and no one, I don't, we don't know. And this maybe 20 years we'll know there were certain play. Why could Tom Brady play 22, 23 years and not have concussion problems? And Troy Aikman did. Why does somebody like Nolan Ryan pitch for 20 years and Steven yep. Strasburg can't pitch? There's something about the human body structure that's genetic, that's in, in, ingrained. It's not a desire thing. It's not anything like that. It's just, you know, some people can do these things and some people can't. You know, maybe uh, Strasburg would have been a better basketball player than a baseball player, whatever. I don't know. But he, he obviously could, was not cut out to be a pitcher and it just didn't work. So they're going to have to do, maybe they're going to have to do CTE scans and you know, people and stuff after they're no longer with us to find out why Nolan Ryan can do one thing and Steven Strasburg can't. But, you know, it's, it's very strange. So I will give you one Red Sox note. As I understand it, Nate Evaldi was the May pitcher in the American League. Yes. And Michael Walker was the National League pitcher in May. Yes. Who did they pitch for last year? The Boston Red Sox. They did. We don't need pitchers like that. No, no, <laughs> no, no. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. And then we, well, we, we, we had to get Corey Kluber. That was very important. And now so he's in the not, bullpen. And yeah. now he's in the bullpen, and Chris Sale got hurt. And, yep. uh, you know, so uh, they get And they, and they don't know how they don't know how her Chris Sale is. No, they don't. No, they and don't. and uh, another few baseball things. Justin Steele for the Cubs left uh, last Wednesday's game with left forearm tightness. That's his pitching arm. So, you know what that could mean. We, yep. We'll learn yeah. more about that later. But let's get we have some prospect call ups. And this is where we're going to get into our baseball talk. Everybody says they like this. So you're going to get it now. Uh, the cup called up Miguel Amaya. He's a catcher. They're carrying three catchers right now. Uh, Amaya, Tucker Barnhart, and Jan Gomes. And uh, Amaya is really doing well. He was hitting about 300 in AAA, and he's he's hit when he's been in the majors. But um, he's going to get to play a little bit. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed uh, with the Cubs in this respect. And then we're going to get to the Reds because we've had someone tell us for the last two weeks what the Reds should be doing, and they finally did it. But uh, they're playing Trey Mancini a lot at first base. And if you're not going to play Matt Mervis that much, why don't you send him down so that he can play? Young players are typically not guys who want to come up there and just sit on the bench or platoon or anything like that. That generally doesn't work too well. So... That's annoying to me. But uh, Jennifer's been telling us for two weeks what the Reds should be doing. And finally, Jennifer, what did they do today? What did <laughs> they, they do? They, they finally called up their their good pitcher that's been a hot prospect and another guy. And I, they've been saying for a couple weeks that they should bring Andrew Abbott up because they kept saying it up how good he is. And he finally pitched last night and won got a win and he only gave up one hit in six innings so we're like thrilled because we've been talking about this and, and then who was the who was the other one that you told me about for two weeks oh ellie, ellie de la cruz and they called him up today they called him and he's the number two prospect in major league baseball period. i thought he was so, number one actually but uh, MLB said number two. Uh, number so two. Who are they going to get rid of? That'll be I did not hear the corresponding roster move. But you know what that's telling you is that the Reds at least know they're probably a little bit down this year, but they're going to try to give these guys a chance. And remember, on that division, anybody could win it. Well, they could. But remember, with the new rules, um, if you bring these guys up and they perform and they're in for like MVP or Rookie of the Year or something you're going to get a better draft pick because of that. So that's why you're seeing teams do this. But, no, I knew, Jennifer, you've been telling me for two weeks, Ellie Delacruz, <laughs> Delacruz. And, but, you know, Alex Cohen, our announcer, has even been talking about him. And he said, he said I don't know what. Because what they said, though, two days ago, he needed to improve his defense. Right, and he needed to work on something. And, but that was and just. Alec, uh, Alex said, I don't know what they're but this is going to mean some changes because he plays shortstop so it means Matt McLean is going to have to move from shortstop to second but then you've got uh, Jonathan India and they don't know what to do with him he was the rookie of the year and he's having a pretty good year well, that was two years ago but he's having a pretty good year this year so they may end up moving him to third and a lot of players don't like moving positions uh -huh. but hey that's too bad they signed the paycheck well, and, and remember they had to play, they're playing Spencer Steer at first base and he's typically a middle infield He's typically See, that's going to be another thing if they ever, if Joey Votto ends up doing okay on this second rehab stint, oh, yeah. they'll be wanting to put him someplace. <laughs> I take it, Bill, you don't have much faith in that. Well, here's the case with John. He's at the end of his contract. In other words, next year is the option year. They're paying Joey $25 million a year. Well, that's a that's more of Otherwise, they'd be the lowest-paying team in baseball, but they'd no, they have to wouldn't. pay. No, they wouldn't. Well, no, Oakland, the yeah, they are, but they're but close. Still, but still, and, and obviously, they're not going to pick up that bottom option. No, they're no, not right. going to pick right. it up. So he's done at the end of the year. So he's gone. So what are you going to do with him? How many rehabs? He'll have to wait a while, and then he can go on another 
20-day assignment, but he's right. not hitting. Now, now what uh, you guys obviously watch the Reds and listen more than, than we do, but uh, uh, Thrall and Brantley seem fairly impressed with Steer over at first base. Do you guys share their impressions? Yes. He's a, we're getting him to go in droves. He, um, he's a great hitter, but he's also a pretty good defensive first baseman and looks to be a natural over there. So maybe for your future, because they've got one other minor league player, Strand, that they're talking about bringing up also that needs a position to play. But some of these guys that, you know, have been hitting 220 or whatever, they're going to have to step aside, maybe Nick Senzel or somebody like that. I mean, they're just going to have to go. And so, they've been playing Senzel at third base, too, you know, and I don't know if they think that's going to work out. But yeah. Well, where is he going to well, play? I do have a couple of, couple yeah. of quick notes, just uh, two quick things. The, the Mets Hall of Fame, which is pretty cool, Howie Rose and Gary Cohen, their great announcers, made it. Also, Howard Johnson, Al Leiter, and uh, the award to Jay Horowitz, their longtime PR guy who always did a good job. And Albert Pujols made his return to the well, made his uh, debut in the broadcast booth on the Peacock game on Sunday. We also found out he's going to be a, a special assistant to the commissioner for Dominican Republic affairs with ball players, and also he's going to be involved with MLB uh, panels of some of the uh, some of the different shows on MLB uh, television. So, and he's going to be involved. He's going to try to help the commissioner do better with player relations. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Because so the now, commissioner, I, the commissioner clearly needs help with that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So, Sean and Perry, why don't you uh, give us some college baseball because people are excited about that around the country. Oh, yeah. It was a crazy weekend in college baseball. Uh, okay, so this week we have these Super Regionals coming. Now, these game, these matchups are going to be Friday through Sunday, and it's double, it's two at best two or three. Two out of three. So yep. Friday, yeah, two, at, two out of three, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if necessary. So we start off on the Friday games, uh, Florida, who kind of had some trouble. They had to win a couple, they, you know, to come back and beat Texas Tech a couple times. They will host South Carolina, who ran right through their region. So Florida hosts them. On the other side of the bracket, Virginia, they uh, they ran through their bracket, and they will take on Duke, who came out of the Coastal Carolina, the Conway region, and they had to come back and beat Coastal Carolina a couple times to do that. On the other side, Oregon won that Vanderbilt region. They were a two-seed. They will host. Oral Roberts, a four seed who has, I think, the longest winning streak in college baseball right now, Oral Roberts does. So they host them. Then you get on the other side of that, They, you have oh, TCU beating Arkansas, coming out of the Arkansas region. They're going to host Indiana State. Now you may think, wait a minute, Indiana State was the number one seed. You said that last week. However, there's something... Indiana State has an issue, apparently not enough hotels and not enough manpower. And so TCU, who's a two-seed in their region, is hosting over the one-seed in their region. Now, makes me think, and this goes to the NCAA, you go, wait a minute. You knew that Indiana State may not be able to do both weekends. Did you think that they would not get out of their region and Arkansas would win and there wouldn't be a problem? Or, well, you know, you'd think, well, they they could have. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if Iowa would have had would not have had to play 13 innings in the first game on Sunday with North Carolina, they were leading Indiana State into, like, the eighth inning on Sunday night. So I think if, if, if they didn't have to go through 13 innings and use the, the pitching like that, they may not have gotten out of that regional. Oh, no, and then you would have had TCU and Iowa bidding because they, I think they were both right. two seeds. They were. And they, you, yeah, so they would have bid to see who was going to host, and it wouldn't have been as big issue. Now, but now, I that makes Indiana State the home team in these games, though, right? Uh, no, no, well, no, no. What, the, what TCU, they'll do, the way they do it, Chris, is, is the home team, and it'll disautomate just a world sense. The home team, it, so it's a TCU. They'll be the home team yeah. in game one. Indiana State will be the home team in Game Two, and TCU will be the home team in Game Three. That's the way they, yeah, they do it on the scoreboard. That is and dumb. And TCU is listed as the host 
the host site, but which is different, which I'll get to that here in a second, but you have Wake Forest, they're going to take on Alabama. Wake Forest came right through their region. They won, you know, swept through Alabama. You know, they, they lost a game and bounced back in their region. Uh, Texas and, you know, so Wake Forest hosts Alabama. These are Saturday through Monday games. Saturday is game one for this side of the bracket. Uh, what's starting with Wake Forest, Alabama. Texas, they ran through the Miami region, swept, they eliminated Miami. Stanford had to come back and win two games to advance out of the region. So Texas goes to Stanford on Saturday. Then on the other side, you have LSU, who they had a lot of rain. They barely got the games in by Monday, and they will host Kentucky. And now this is the interesting one. Yeah, that's a conference matchup. Tennessee won the Clemson region. They ran through, they swept, and then Southern Miss had to battle and beat Penn, the four seed, twice. Because Penn almost, out of the Ivy League, almost went. But, but now here's the weird part about this. Tennessee is the host team. But they're playing the game in Hattiesburg. So they're playing at the at – the, you're, you're playing at your stadium, but you're not the host team. But Tennessee is considered the host team. Why wouldn't they have done that with Indiana State? I don't know. But ten, I guess they had a high school baseball tournament going on in Knoxville. But that's, it's just real weird. But it was you a know, crazy, this crazy is weekend. Good. Yeah, this is good for Southern Miss. This is uh, their coach's last year, so he's going to retire at the end. So good thing that they get to play – in front of their fans a little bit because they you know, oh, that's yeah. a good that's a good baseball school everybody hears about old miss yeah. and mississippi state but southern miss is very typically just as good as they are they're always in the super regionals usually i mean you you will see on many occasions all three mississippi schools in the super regional yeah and it, was, sometimes it, was kind of Omaha, down, it was kind of a down weekend for me i mean i was watching the iowa stuff yes but it was kind of a down weekend. I'm I'm used to having old Miss in there. Yeah. Every yeah. year. Hey, just a quick note on Indiana State. Why they didn't host was because they had a long-term contract with the Special Olympics, and that's what ah. they'll be doing oh. all next weekend. Oh, okay. So how are you going to okay. boot them out? You know what I mean? So yeah. there yep. you go. That's and the you know, and, you, and, you know, look, I look at it this way, too, though, Bill. you got to win the games wherever they're played anyway. So right. Indiana State, yep. any, they're in there. They could still make it. Right. But that's the reason yeah. why, right there. They need to open okay. up a Larry Bird Motor Inn or something. Yeah. Or yeah. Hotel too. But I wonder why they couldn't have gone to like Indi- the Indianapolis Minor League Park and hosted it, or maybe uh, uh, somewhere. Uh, Evansville has a park or somebody, you know, they could have. Well, possible, or... but Indianapolis is at home this weekend, and I don't okay, know about the Evansville. Yeah. So. I, will say th- I will say this, though, um, uh, for Bill and Jennifer, who live over there, John Leo, our play by play man, was saying that Indiana State did a a very nice job hosting. He said they really that's what I heard. They really did. So kudos to that's them. Good. So um, also we got softball going on, and Oklahoma's won fifty one games in a row, huh? Yes. Yeah. And they'll be playing Play, two out of three. Yeah, two out of three starting tomorrow against Florida State, and and it's in Oklahoma City. It'll be on ESPN, of course. So and Oklahoma Oklahoma has won what? Yeah, four, three, four championships in a row in now. A row. So it's, Fifty-one games and, in a row. Yeah, they're going for the three-peat this yeah, year. I think they are, and uh, yeah, it'll also it'll also if you don't want to watch TV, it is available on your Westwood One Sports Skill on your A device. Okay. Yes, it is. So, all right. So, let's see if we can get the the, the NFL. I think we can do pretty quickly because we we are leaving a couple of things on the table that we can get to next week, and we have, may even have more news on that that Big Twelve situation and all that. So, we'll do the NFL. So, there's another investigation for the Colts, and it's gambling, and it's yep. Isaiah Rogers. He's a returner, and I guess he bet on the Colts, and he bet at at his facility and so forth and so on. And I guess, uh, Bill, you were saying everybody's really going crazy over that uh, today out there. Yeah, because they said, well, it's a player to be named, and they kept on going on, and we didn't know who it was. And then last night he tweeted out, of course, put it on Twitter. Yeah, I bet on 25 or 50 games, and I used a lack of judgment. So that's all I can say about that. You know what's going to happen. Number one, he'll get at least a year's suspension, and he'll probably be released. Maybe he'll get a lifetime ban. I don't know. What, Bill, what kind of a – I mean, is he a decent player? He's, yeah. He's a decent. He's he started forty games in three years, so he's not your top tier star. But still, on the Colts, he was the number one cornerback. So what does that tell you? 
<laughs> well, I heard what they said on ESPN and other places, even our local station reported, he had bet, he had made 100 bets uh, through an associate. Most of them, like I said, were 25 to $50, but one of them was a four-digit bet, and there were even bets on the Colts. And, of course, you cannot do bets, you cannot do a bet of any kind. Well, well, and he was playing in the games that he bet on. That was part right. of the problem, too. So. Uh, but you guys, you guys some more breaking news has just come down, and uh, okay. you think you think the Mets didn't know what they were doing with Jacob Degrom? It has just been announced. Jacob Degrom will undergo Tommy John surgery. He'll miss the rest of this season, and most, oh, if not boy. all, of next season. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, about you no, know, he was a dominant pitcher, and some people can do. You know, like I said, we just talked about this with Steven Strasburg. It's just some people cannot do this. Five years, 185 million Texas. Yep. Congratulations. Well, yeah. And Leonard uh, Floyd got some money too. He's signing with Buffalo. He's a former Los Angeles Rams. As the Rams continue to cut payroll, and I think one last note we can get in in the NFL, and it's a kind of a sad one. Jim Donovan is the voice of the Browns. He's 56 years old, and he's been the Cleveland voice since the Browns came back in the league in 1999. But he's been battling leukemia and uh, diagnosed uh, in. You know, he in, in two, I think in 2011 he had in 2000 he had bone marrow treatments. In 2011, he's now having a relapse. He'll do as much as he can, uh, but he wanted everybody to know. And he's also the anchor on Channel Three in Cleveland. But he wanted everybody to know if he misses the games, it's because of health reasons. He's an excellent announcer. He's one of the best. And we really think about him and hope everything goes well. For him. I think we I think we can um, do it. Pam had her hand raised, so Pam, we I think we can make time to fit you in. Yeah, go ahead. Pam. Yeah, yeah, just real quick. Um, you got t- Chiefs, you got time, so you have to go that quick. The Chiefs <laughs> lost Warma Hunt, uh, Lamar's wife, the founder of the AFL, uh, when they moved to the yep. Chiefs from yeah. Texas to Kansas City. They lost lost Norma Hunt Saturday. They were at the White House yesterday, and they did a moment yeah. of silence for her there. Oh, that's good. That's, okay. And that's a big loss that, um, you know, the hunts are a big deal in Kansas City. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they are. True. No, okay. And, uh, Jerry, 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 we do have about a minute. We do have about a minute, Jerry. So if you want to come on in, we'll give you about a minute. Yeah, while well, he's doing that, Lamar Hunt is also considered the founder. He really organized the AFL. He didn't just uh, found the chief. He organized the other owners. Go ahead, Jerry. Oh. Jerry. Jerry? There, Jerry. Go ahead and unmute. Okay. Apparently, Jerry is having not. issues with his phone because I I did hit the button for him to unmute. But okay. that is that is big news. Before we get on get out of here, that is big news about uh, Degrom. And sadly, yeah. So, yeah. that is what some fans fear that might be with Steele. But when these guys, that's the problem in baseball. When these guys throw that hard, that is sometimes mm-hmm. difficult on your. Yes, and they may discover that they need to ease back and not have everybody go all out every pitch, which is what they do now, and they pitch, and this is why you're getting a lot of five- and six-inning pitchers, and they may find doing a study that that you know they're not their careers aren't as long you know because the, the they're late Mike Chan the but late Mike the, go, ahead, go ahead Jennifer it's the pitcher's mentality though they're not telling them throw every pitch as hard as you can that's oh. what because they're trying to get them to locate the pitches and instead of doing that they just think if they throw it hard enough nobody will be able to hit it the yeah. late Mike Shannon he kept pointing out though these guys need to learn how to harness that and not quite throw that hard. Yeah, look, look but, how long uh, Maddox and Glavin and Schmoltz yep. pitched. And, well, look yeah, how look how it. good look how good Kyle Hendricks is throwing like that. Mm-hmm, that's right. Don, go right ahead. Yeah. All right. First of all, real quick, I want to correct. Last week, I said Will Ferrell was going to be the voice of Madden on the game. No, he's actually starring as John Madden in a biopic. So I wanted to correct that from last week. And but speaking of staying correct, you can correctly download your podcast this anytime you want by getting it wherever you can get your podcast. Contact us at. Sports Lounge at allthingsradio.net or 800-693-0595, option two. And listen up, those of you that are checking us out live. We have Book Talk coming up with that voice you heard, Jenny Sparks, along with Nolan Crabb. And so until next Tuesday, we are out of here. Record.